I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll have deep conversations that will help you create a powerful transformation that shifts your perspective in life, love, and business, with topics ranging from spiritual self-development, human design, astrology, metaphysics, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? I am your host, AC Brown. I am your psychic channel and spiritual confidant, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? As you can see from the title of this podcast, we are talking about the voices of the throat in human design. And what does that actually mean? So in human design, the throat center and each center is associated with something. Um, It's associated with, you know, the head center is ideas. The ajna is for concepts and thinking. The ego center or the heart center is for self-worth, all of that stuff. And then you have the throat center. The throat center is the center for your authentic voice or to speak, to act, to do, etc. The reason why I wanted to talk about the voices of the throat is because as you can see from the themes of some of these episodes, we're talking about communication. Um, last week's episode was Mercury and communication and your Mercury sign. And this week I wanted to talk about communication from the point of human design in the throat center. Now, by now, you should know if you have a defined throat center or an undefined throat center, and you should know if you have gates there, even if you don't memorize them. When you listen to this, make sure you have your chart handy or reference it back when you go home or whatever. And so the reason why I want to focus on the throat center is because now I'll a disclaimer right here. There will be some people here who have a completely open throat center. And what I mean by completely open throat center is that in human design, you have undefined, open, and you have defined. So something that is defined, a throat center that's defined, the it's a throat that is colored in. So that makes it defined. And then you also have an undefined throat center, which means that it's white. However, you have hanging gates attached to it, meaning that there are active gates around it, which we're going to be talking about those active gates around there because those are what the voices of the throat are. And then you have um, center of the throat that might be completely open. So a completely open center in your chart is something that is completely white that has no active gates there. So this can still apply to you because when you are around someone who has this particular active gate, you'll feel that energy. But this is mainly for people who have active gates in their throat center, one or all of them, whatever you want to think about. But I'm going to talk about now first, before we dive into the voices of the throat center, is the what the throat center is undefined or open or defined. So if you have, and I'll start with the defined because defined now we know in human design, if you don't know this, anything that is defined or colored in as far as the centers are concerned means that it is something that you are really, you're able, it's a, the natural state of that 
is very clear to you. It's very defined. Um, it's very sh- like straightforward, if you want to say. And so when you have a defined throat center in the natural state of the divine throat center is to be able to speak and or act, meaning that it's a consistent and reliable tool for you to communicate and you will know what's true for you when it comes out of your mouth. So you will be speaking your own truth and you will be sharing your own truth with the defined throat center when it's connected to a motor, like if you are a manifester, um, then you have a lot of capacity to move forward with the things that you want to do in life that push that like really big push. Now, of course, we have the, you know, the not self or the the downside of the defined throat center, which is speaking too forcefully or too readily, or sometimes just having overwhelming thoughts that overwhelm other people. Nothing wrong with that. And so for my defined throat people who do have active gates here, what I want you to understand, and even for the undefined and open throat people, is that when you speak from the gate that you do have active there, it makes things a lot easier for you, okay? If you don't have any active gates there at all, and you're a completely open throat center, what I say next applies to you more because in the natural state of the completely open and even the undefined throat is silence. And what I mean by that is that the voice is very, um, it's like a chameleon and it's sometimes very spontaneous in its thoughts. And so a prime example is because I have an undefined throat center, I have a con- consistent flow of just speaking out but sometimes I m- you know m- mince my words sometimes my mind is going faster than what's coming out of my mouth that's natural for me is to not um be so caught up um in what I'm not necessarily what I'm saying but when I feel the urge to speak and just flow sometimes it's it's a little choppy that's how the open throat is the defined throat is a lot more consistent in its speech. For the most part, the undefined or open throat can be inconsistent, can, you know, go in circles sometimes. We have to understand that each center as well um, has a divine talent attached to it. And when you think about the open throat center, when you have an undefined center or open throat center, you are a channel of some sort. And me as a psychic channel, I mean, that's with a whole combination of other things, but you are a channel. That is a channel for you can channel. And so sometimes the voice there is not consistent in that manner, but the healthy strategy for, or the gift of the open or undefined throat center is that in your natural state, you need to be comfortable with silence and waiting for people to say things to you, waiting for people to speak to you, to kind of give you that push to say something. Now in its not self-state or unnatural or unhealthy state, the open or undefined throat is going to kind of fear that it won't know what to say and it tries to rehearse conversations and rehearse things. That's why for me as a channel, um, when I speak, even if it's in a recorded manner like this, I only make bullet points because 
if I have a script, and especially if it's not like scripted work, it doesn't work for me. I cannot flow like that. It doesn't um, impact you all. It doesn't um, come across properly. So I have to almost kind of channel. I remember when and I don't do this anymore. When I was doing custom um, aura affirmations, I had um, one of my mentors brought one of them in, and she always listens to my channels anyway that I channel personally. And she, you know, would say, um, oh yeah, you know, when you channel this, I can hear the tone change. And when you're really deep and I hear your guides coming through and all of that stuff. And I would literally just, when I channel as you have, have you, if you've seen me, um, live do it it's different but when I channel things that are recorded it's I just close my eyes and I speak and sometimes there's pauses same thing with the podcast I just take bullet notes because if I rehearse things and this is for all of open or undefined throats when you rehearse stuff or when you try to have scripts and you don't allow for um, things to have spontaneous kind of energy behind your voice, it's not going to come across right. It's going to be exhausted. You're going to try to bring attention to what you're saying. And what you need to be doing is kind of have a natural flow. So that's for the completely undefined and the open. So when we think about the throat center and the voices, like I said, we're talking about communication, we're talking about speech, and we're talking about ways to get your message across and to get the things that you're trying to convey across to the other or to your partner, whoever you're talking about. So when we talk about the throat center and we talk about the voices of the throat, so each voice has an eye blank or we'll go over that. And what I mean that the speech of it is that when you have these gates active, whether it's unconscious or conscious, conscious meaning it's black, unconscious meaning it's red, conscious and unconscious meaning it's checkered, you should try and speak from that because people actually, and I've tried this, will actually hear you more or it will resonate more with them. Now, for those of you who don't have any active gates there, who have completely open throats, the idea there is for you to sometimes you will be near someone that might have this gate active, which you might not know about, and you'll feel energized to speak in that manner, or you'll just be in silence until someone kind of leans on you and asks you to speak, and that is correct for you. So let's get started with and going in. I don't, yeah, I guess we can go, we'll go in order. Um, starting with gate 62. So gate 62 is the voice of gate 62 is going to be about understanding. So it's I understand or I do not understand. It's also going to be I think or not, or I don't think about this. And so what that means is that the voice that you use when you're, when you have gate 62 is going to be in the speech. I think this, I think that it is correct for you to use that speech. I don't think this, I don't think that, or I don't understand this, or I don't understand that. Um, that is actually really correct for you to have that um, that speech for yourself. 
then you have gate 23. And gate 23 is, <laughs> gate 23 can sometimes get people into a pickle um, because it is very matter of fact. The voice of gate 23 is I know. So it's, you're speaking from I know this, I know that, or I don't know this, or I don't know that, or I can't explain what this means, or I can explain what that means because it's about assimilation, assimilating. And so it's, I know, or I don't know, or I can't explain it, or I cannot explain it. So that's proper for you to use that verbiage of I know, okay? Then you have, of course, you have the lovely gate 54. I'm sorry, not gate 54, gate 56. Um, gate 56, I love this one. And people who have gate 56, they don't use this all the time, but they should. And because it's a very, it's very strong in its speech. It's I believe. Gate 56 is I believe or I do not believe because that gate is the wanderer. Um, that's the name of the gate, the wanderer. Um, and so it's about your belief. Do you believe it or don't you believe it? But it's proper for you to use that speech and use that voice. I believe this. I don't believe this. That is very proper for you to believe. Then you have gate 35 and gate 35 is, can be several different ways. Some people say I experience, I like to say I feel. So if you have gate 35, you're going to use that verbiage of I feel, um, or I've experienced that, or I haven't experienced that because that's about progress. It's about change that gate. So it's going to be about, I feel like I can do this, or I feel like I can't do that, or I have experienced this, or I haven't experienced that because it's about progress. If you've progressed with something or you haven't progressed with something. So that's gate 35. Then you have gate 12, which I love gate 12. Gate 30, I mean, gate 12 is, I know I can or I can't <laughs> kind of <laughs> it's about I know I can do this or I know I can try um I know I can accomplish this but only if it's I know I might but I might not because it's about standstill it's about caution and so it's I well I know I can get this accomplished or I know I can't so that verbiage is good for you to use with gate 12 then you have gate 45 and gate 45 is I have or I have not because um, that gate 45 is the gate of the king and queen, the CEO. So is I do have it together or I don't have it together. It's a lot of haves because it's about the CEO, the gatherer. Then you have, you know, one of my favorites. I have gate 45. Um, but I also have gate 33 and gate 33 is I remember and I remember people who have gate 33. I'm not just saying because I have it, but people will anyone who has in the, well, this is not fair to say the throat center can make you a great orator, a great motivational speaker, a great channeler. In many cases, it's 
people who have open throats or undefined throat centers. I'm not saying that defined throat centers don't make great speakers. The frequency that comes through an open throat or an undefined throat is very different. Like I said earlier, the spontaneity of the open throat or the undefined throat is magical because it is unpredictable. It is free. It is flowing. It is um, you just being with your voice and being with the energy of your voice. The defined throat, yes, it can be a great speaker. It can be a great orator. For those of you who have a divine throat, they're like, but I'm, I'm a motivational speaker and I have a divine throat. It, it's right. But the way that you speak with your divine, defined throat is vastly different from the way that an undefined or open throat speaks. The defined throat center speaks in a extremely authoritative way and ex- an extreme leadership way, but it's more of a consistent energy of a concept, a consistent energy of an idea. You can stand behind something, in my opinion, that is more consistent. So if you are giving speeches on the sky being green, that for a defined throat is going to be true. That is what you've been conditioned to know that the sky is green, it's not blue. You're gonna argue people down that the sky is green and you're gonna actually win at that because it's so sure, it's so matter of fact. An undefined throat who has a speech that they're on the you know, speaking circuit about the sky being green is going to be open to the possibility in their speech and in their, you know, presentation that maybe it is blue sometimes and they might even talk about that the defined throat center is not going to touch that they don't have room for they they don't have any openness for it to be for them to be unsure in their speech I hope that makes sense I hope you're following me following me with that so not saying that you can't be a great speaker or a great orator or a great motivator, all of that stuff with a defined throat, but for the undefined throat or the open throat centered person, they're going to, it's going, the frequency of the impact is going to be very different um, because it is a form of channeling for them. Okay. So when we talk about gate 33, back to the, I remember part gate 33 that I remember is I do remember, I don't remember because it's about retreat or privacy. That's the gate, the gate theme. And the I remember is going back into your past, going back into the thoughts, going back into the experiences that you've had and coming to us, coming to the world saying, I remember a time when blank. I don't remember a time when blank. And that remembrance for gate 33 and for those of you who have gate 33 active can really make an impact in your story make an impact in the way you sell make an impact in the way you speak to your audience or speak to people who are engaged with you okay then after gate 33 there's gate number eight and gate number eight is about contribution It's about, I know I can make a contribution or I know I can't make a contribution. It is about contribution in general, part of that particular channel that it's connected to. So it's connected for, that's part of the channel of of creativity because eight 
is, of course, um, contribution. And then the one that it's connected to is one, which is creativity. We're just talking about eight, though. <laughs> but eight is about contribution. So it's I know I can make a contribution or I know I can't make a contribution. And how this kind of shows up in speech is... I find it that people who have gate eight are often the ones, how can I help you? They might not say, how can I contribute to what you're doing? They might use phrases like, how can I help? How can I assist? How can I be of service to you? And for those of you who do have gate eight, it is correct for you to use that. How can I help you? What what can I do to contribute to what you're doing? Or I would love for you to contribute to this, to what I'm doing. Um, So that's gate eight. And then you have gate 31. Now gate 31 is tricky. Um, And I only say that because gate 31, sometimes people have gate 31, they don't realize their power because this is about humble leadership. Um, Gate 31 is about I will lead or I lead or I will not lead. Um, And you have to get used to what leading looks like for you. What does leading look like for you? What does that mean for you um, when you have gate 31? Because gate 31 is very powerful. It's very influential. So when you are speaking, if you have gate 31, speaking from the I lead place, or I don't know how to lead, or what does it look like for me to lead? Investigate that. The next you have gate 20. And gate 20 is about the now. It is about who you are right in this moment, like an I am. Um, It's about being in the now. And it also can be about what you are right now or what you aren't. Like I am a painter or I'm not a painter right now, or I don't have the experience I so it's going to be very focused around who you are right now or who you aren't right now. And for those of you who have that active or maybe that's the only gate you have active, I don't want you to look at it as damn, that's all I got active is, you know, I am or I'm not. Um, I find that is very powerful because especially if you're a business owner with your audience, you can take them on a journey like I am blank. Um, I used to not be this but now I'm this, um, or even talking to your friends, coworkers, family members, relationships, I am in love with you, or I am not in love with you. Um, that is a good, you know, speech for you. Then you have gate number 16 and gate number 16 is about experimentation. Cause that's part of the channel of talent. Um, and it's about experimenting. I experiment or it is, I do not experiment because it's about skills and enthusiasm or I don't want to experiment with that or I'll try it. Um, it also shows up as how you identify like I am a painter. Same thing with 20 or I am an artist. Um, that's what that, how that kind of shows up. Then last but not least, we have, I think I talked about gate 62, but gate 62 is about, I think, and gate 62, um, is also about what I think and what I understand, because that is 
the um, gate of detail. So it's about what you understand, what you don't understand. So those are the voices of the throat. And the reason why I want to talk about them, like I said at the beginning, see, my open throat is like, wait, we lost our place in our mind. Um, <laughs> Cause that's literally how it is. I lost my place um, in my mind. Now I got to pick it back up. So the reason why I wanted to talk about that is because what I've noticed in my, my experimentation is when I use, I remember, or, you know, my, you know, my other one of gate 45, which is I have, or I don't have, it really resonates with who I'm talking to and they understand me more. Now, of course I have an open throat center, so I'm just going to talk anyway when I have my own platform or when I, where I get the permission to do so for myself but for those of you listening, try using those phrases a lot in your speech, especially if you have these active gates, whether you have a defined throat center or an undefined throat center, use them. And you're using them because people are going to resonate with you more there because that's active in your throat. So people are going to hear you more. Many people, um, you know, who are immersed in the human design world or you're, you know, you're a newbie and you're a novice and you're just looking, the throat center is really powerful. The throat center, sometimes people feel that, oh, I don't have an open, I have a, I don't have a defined throat, so I can't manifest and all of this stuff. No, that's not what it means. It means that your throat or the speech or the authenticity of your voice is being preserved for the right moment and the right time for those open or undefined throat people listening. So never think that it's something that is holding you back, change the perspective and know that it's helping you. You don't want to strain your voice. Um, you don't want to also stifle your voice. Many people who have open throat centers um, or undefined throat centers do wind up having thyroid issues um, when they are either stifling their voice or not using their authentic voice or speaking their truth. Um, you can have it. It's not, you know, it depends on a lot of things. But for me, I have had, I, I have, and I ha have had, excuse me, thyroid issues because I felt like my, I wasn't being heard or I wasn't using my voice if you have an open throat or an undefined throat center, you need to really use your voice. No more being quiet, no more, you know, being silent about that. Um, speak your truth, speak what you feel, speak with you, what you hear, speak on the topics that you want to, um, even if no one's listening, even if no one's watching, um, journal or what is really good for a undefined throat center or a, um, a open, completely open throat center is voice journaling is actually really healing for you. Um, writing it down is great, but asking yourself questions and just literally talking it out into a recorder, it will change your life. Um, at the beginning of the year, I did a big healing session for myself with a bunch of exes, just TMI of that people that I was holding on to just little things that I was holding on to about each ex and like, oh, I wish, you know, just having flashbacks. And what I did was I put on my recorder on my phone and I pressed play and I just started forgiving them with my voice and recording it. I didn't listen back to all of it, but just I just needed to get it out. So voice journaling, 
Um, and I'll probably do something on that. But voice journaling really helps undefined and open throat centers to really release that energy out of your voice, out of your throat center. For my defined throat people, the biggest thing is once again, is, is similar, not holding, not holding back. So what I find with defined throat people when it comes to their voice and the speech is that they hold back the concepts. They hold back the idea because they don't want to offend or they think it's too strong. Don't worry about that. Just talk. If you have, if, if you believe that the sky is green, that's your message. The sky is green and here's why. The undefined throat center person or the open throat center person needs to approach it. Okay, yes, the sky, I believe that the sky is green um, and I'm going to tell you why, but I'm also open to hearing your thoughts about that and having a, a, a dialogue. The defined throat, yes, is open for dialogue, but the defined throat needs to be more secure in that voice. They need to know that what's true for them is going to come out the voice and that that's their own truth. The sky is green, point blank, period. And I'm going to tell you why. The undefined or open throat center person needs to be okay with not rehearsing why the sky is green, but saying, you know what, the sky is green. This is why I feel it's green. And being open to the spontaneity of the voice of what else formulates in your mind, um, all, especially if you have an open ajna as well, um, being okay with that. So I say all that to say, like I say all that to say is that the throat center can really be a tool for you living your authentic self and really using your authentic voice. Um, in this new paradigm, in this new Aquarian age, this Aquarian thinking, no longer are the days of us being quiet. You are not allowed to do that anymore. I'm not allowed to do that, especially as a psychic channel. I have a message that my guides wanna bring to me that it's coming to a point where I, I have to live in the truth of what they're saying. I cannot hold back from that. And so whatever the truth is for you, whether you're an accountant or a school teacher or an activist or a baker or an artist or a real estate, whatever you do in your life, if you are working in an office, you need to speak your authentic voice. You need to use these voices of the throat or however your chart is set up to speak. You cannot afford to be silent in your life anymore. So if someone is not treating you right, if someone is not jiving with you, if you're if you're an unal if you're in an unaligned relationship, you need to speak up. If you're in an unaligned friendship, you need to speak up. If you're in an unaligned job, you need to tell your boss what what would it be to make it better. If your message for your business, if you're an entrepreneur, is unaligned, you need to speak up. You need to start telling the truth, um, because the truth, of course, will set you free. But the truth will also help your who needs to hear what you have to say a lot quicker. I'm not saying to divulge all your information out on the internet, on YouTube, on Instagram and Clubhouse, wherever. But if you are trying to create your own personal legacy and trying to find your way in life and move in a direction that is aligned and you unclaiming your divine talents 
and using those to propel your life and your future for your family, all of that stuff, it's time to speak up. It's time for you to let go of what people are going to think, what people are going to say, and you have to stand on your, just stand your ground, get your soapbox, and whether it's one animal looking at you or 20,000 people listening to you, it's time to, to speak, okay? So that's all I got for you all. Ain't got no more, Um, but... I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. If you are a brand or a business and you would love to sponsor an episode, please send an email to hello at acbrown.com. Subject line sponsorship. Um, we are looking for sponsors as we are expanding the podcast with some really heavy hitters coming up. Um, some really amazing things coming up. So I want to thank you all. Make sure you all have an amazing day filled with good vibes and great energy. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. This podcast was produced by Callie Green and edited by Adam Ross. If you loved this episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure you're following me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Until next time, bye-bye.